0: Welcome to the Lost to Limitless cast, hosted by Jack Wilson and Blair Johnston. We want to bring you the very best information within health and fitness that we possibly can to leave you limitless physically, mentally and emotionally. So before we get started, we want to ask one thing. If you enjoy what you hear today, can you please share this with family, friends, social media so that we can help more people? Thank you. Okay, welcome to the lost to limitless cast episode four episode four already jack what what is going on here man episode four it's flying in um so yeah today um a fast fact before i even get into that jack how are we i'm all good mate i'm all good how are you hope you've had a good week so far yes mate it's been fantastic
1: fantastic what about yourself busy one uh, yeah, been not bad. I'm um, looking forward to winding down and going away next week. So sure yeah, some time off ah, next week.
0: holiday, holiday time, innit?
1: Yeah, mate, so yeah, looking forward to that. But apart from that, just getting the head down, getting some work boxed off, looking after everyone, and yeah, just counting down the days. Where are we off to? Uh, we're off to Spain,
0: Beno Medina, which will be nice. That weather will be blissful, mate. Blissful. As long as it's dry, I'm happy. <laughs> I know, that's the typical show. As long as it's dry... There's some sunshine, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'm not a big complainer. As long as I get away from this uh this rain that we get and the, the snow. How can we only in Scotland can you have 18 degrees one day and then snow the next again? You know what I mean? Bizarre. Mental. But um to keep us on topic today, we are going to be talking about the stages of change and we're going to be tapping into a little bit of the emotional cycle of change, too. Things that are pretty well interlinked um, when it comes to anyone. Um, embarking on their process and journey within training um within changing their, their life in that respect um and something that myself and jack find that is super important for you and albeit you're going to go through these you will go through all of these phases at some point um whether you know about it or not but i think something that both me and my jack me and me and my jack me and jack find uh, um super important is that when we understand where we are understand what's happening then we are less likely to question things. We're less likely to let our head and our mindset run wild. And then that means that we're less likely to come up against barriers and things that will get in our way to potentially knock us off course, um, for sure. You know, what do you think about that, Jack? You agree? Yeah, definitely,
1: because again, that's the thing, is, is, as Blair said there, it's about, we're going to talk about the stages of change, the different stages. We're just sort of going to call them what we would sort of call them for clients. But ultimately it's just to make you guys, the listeners, um, the watchers, the viewers, be aware of what stage are you in? Where are you currently on your journey? Have you started it yet? Are you halfway through it? Are you been in it a long time? Or just to make you guys aware, and then possibly things to then look out for as you transition. And you might think, we might talk about certain stages, you might think, I don't ever want to get there or I'll never get to that stage. But unfortunately, you will go through all stages I've been through every stage that we're going to talk about many My times before. Things. And I guess what I'm going to go through it again and again and again. That's just part of the journey that you go through from a body perspective, a life perspective, just you name it. You are going to go through these sort of changes and these sort of cycles.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to note that, you know, um, when we talk about the stages of change and, and emotional cycle changes, it's these are these are cycles that you will revisit time and time and time again with. Any big changes, or when any, whenever you embark on something new, um, you're going to fall through these phases. Um, and like I said, myself and Jack, we kind of tried to, you know, break it down into kind of three simple steps to um, explain it to you to make it um, a bit more understandable, a uh, bit easier to digest. Um, so it's not too heavy because we could go into it. And the reality is, is, if you really want to know the model, there's six different phases of this. But we're going to kind of group a lot of them together and, and, and bring it into three phases. So that really brings us on to, to the first part which would be you know the the realization phase this is when we realize that change in itself is needed and this can happen in so many different ways um you know this could be a case of something that's been ticking along in the background in the back of your head you know so many people go through that phase of you know i know i need to change i know this needs to happen but what nothing tends to get us over that you know it's like what we call or we break it down into this pre-contemplation phase all right Um part of this realization and that's that point where you know it's something that you should probably do but yet there's just not enough of something there to push you to do it but something will always happen you know um jack i think jack will agree
1: yeah definitely and again it's that way where again that's why we've sort of closed it into realization phases realizing that You're possibly not happy, realising that something has to change and that you can no longer live the way that you're currently living. If you're fed up of waking up in the morning with low energy, low mood, low focus, no real sort of get up and go, whether that's in your career, whether that's in your body or whether that's in the relationships you have, it's that way where you're starting to realise if I keep continuing the way I'm going. And again, it could be that sort of penny drop moment might just be you can't now no longer walk upstairs without feeling out of breath. You no longer can't maybe pop literally bend down and, and tie your shoelaces. You may be no longer be able to just literally walk the dog, run about with the kids. It's starting to now realize the signs of that realization that you cannot continue to do what you're doing, what you're currently doing. Because where else, where else can you now go? Because mm-hmm. the chances are you'll then realize that I can't no longer live like this. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's just trying to get you guys now to realise are you currently in this in this phase you might not be in that phase but it's just about that's part of accepting that where you are yeah. and now needing to move on to change It's just realizing that it's okay to be there but it's now realizing okay what's the next step
0: yeah I think I think that's it and I think that's what we're trying to get across here um, today is that with each of these phases is that but where you are is absolutely fine and there's no rush to move into the next phase but understanding actually okay there's reasons why because like the reality is is if you are in this realization phase where like jack said maybe there's been a lot of a lot of little flags kicking about in the past couple of weeks maybe past couple of months that have kind of really signaled to you that actually deep down it started to get your brain thinking i need something needs to change here you know i shouldn't be fucking out of breath i not the stairs i um you know i you know if you've got kids maybe you're struggling to run about and keep up with them you know um maybe it's work the demand of work never used to be this difficult for you to keep up with but now it is um maybe you're struggling with getting up in the mornings but yet six months seven eight nine ten months ago you weren't struggling to get up you know it's it's that way as like okay i know something's not right because we've all been there right that's the reality of it you know jack myself everyone we've all been to that point where you know, things have been these little bells have been going off in our head saying, mm, "That's just not me. That's just not right. Something needs to change. I need to." You know, I I think this is probably what I need to do, but I'm not sure. And and then something happens, and you bam, you forget about it, and you crack on, and you get and again, you're into your 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 routine that you're as your life right now. But these little flags, these little warnings keep cropping up, and now hopefully potentially after you listening to us and and, and this, this podcast today is that you begin to realize, actually, maybe I need to start listening to these, you know, these warnings, these alarm bells. It's like, it's like that fucking light on your dashboard. You know what I mean? in Your car, you know what I mean? That little warning light that comes up and then everybody just pretends it's not fucking there. You know, like you, and then it's not until boom, the car stopped fucking working. You're like, Oh shit. So I need to fix something now. We could have avoided this six months ago when the light first came on the dash,
1: you know? Exactly, and again, that might just come from someone else as well. Like, if you've got genuinely true loving family or friends, they may have noticed that you may have gained a little bit of weight or you're maybe not as focused, one, on them or two, on your career, but that's nine out of 10 from probably not serving yourself, not serving the body. So it's that way when, just as, as Blair says, when are those lights coming on? The chances are before... Someone else possibly said to you. Chances are you've had many, many of those sort of dashboard lights come on, but as Blair said, you've just ignored them. So it's about now realizing. Wait a minute. Can I afford another one of those lights to come on? Because what's going to happen if I don't start to now put those lights off?
0: It's going to be a costly bill down the line. Yeah, Yeah, of course,
1: and that is that. And again, it's it's all right. We don't want to start talking about cars, but the chances are ninety percent of you guys listening. And Whether you're interested in cars or not, you'll understand that you'll mm-hmm. every single one of us will have either had that had that that mm-hmm. scenario, and it's that way. Where are you currently letting that happen to your own vehicle, i.e., your body right now? Your body, your mind, your soul, your energy, your mood, your daily habits, routines. It's about understanding how many more lights can actually can I come feel- on before it becomes too late.
0: And that's it. I mean, again, like, uh, I think one thing that we all f- have, I feel like we've all forgotten this at some point, but I think it tends to be a common trend is that, you know, we forget that this is the only body that you have for your fucking life. You can't get a new one. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong, most most money can buy most things, but it's not going to buy you a brand new fucking body. That's, you know, the only, the only currency that will improve the vessel or vehicle that is your body is energy and sweat like that is the reality of it getting it stronger getting it fitter getting it healthier it takes energy it takes sweat it takes thought process that is the only way we can pay for that you know um and when these you know metaphorically speaking these dashboard lights start coming on The full point of this realisation phase is understanding, actually, I need to take action before things get too wrong, you know, before you break down, before the car cuts out, before, you know, something even worse happens. It's about time that we start looking at these lights because when the lights start coming on, if you fix it then, it is going to be much easier to solve than it is by waiting until we've got 10 or six months down the line and it's still there, you know? And this realization phase, whether it be small little signals, small little lights coming on, it's about okay, this is why, because we we have we have these thoughts, right? You have these thoughts that say actually, maybe I need to do something. You discard it. Something else happens, run up the stairs out of breath. I, I really need to stop this. I can't keep living like this, dream. Something else happens, we forget about it. Life takes over. It's about actually what we're trying to see is, is about listening to these things. You know, it's about not ignoring them and realizing the fact i've had these thoughts four or five times in these past two weeks now is time to start doing something about that and then this is where we then move into this what we call how phase or taking action phase and with the taking action phase it's not something that i i think i think i don't know about yourself jack but i think a lot of people can misconstrue what they feel is taking action Like, they feel taking action is having the routine in place, going to the gym, having nutrition and eating absolutely 110%. But I I can't remember if we were talking about this uh, in one of the the previous podcasts, but it's not about fucking 110%. It's not about about taking action. It's just about taking the first fucking step into changing that. Yeah, exactly. And
1: it's just about knowing, again, once you've realised where you've came from and those lights have just got too much for you, it's about now, okay, what, what do I now need to do? Again, it could be something so small, or it could be something so big. But the chances are, if you're going to start smaller, you're going to get more successes because the smaller we start. And again, it's a phrase that I use a hell of a lot inside um, my coaching program is learn to walk before you can run. Because there's no point in trying to run before we even learn to walk. And what I mean by that is just small wee habits that we can just slowly ingrain, slowly add in, slowly implement on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, it's going to propel you forward closer to where it is you want to be. And again, if you want to take that bigger step, by all means go for it. But just just realize that if we do too much too soon, we're going to possibly struggle to get where you want to be. And again, like Blair says, that's not about going 110%. That's not about getting everything in check and ticking all the boxes. It could just literally just be, you know what? I've accepted. Yeah. yeah. To make change.
0: A huge part of
1: that. Like that's one of the most important things you can do as, a, as as I accept that I've got problems I want to fix. So that's the first part is taking action. Now it's about, like, okay, what do I need to do? It might just be literally going onto YouTube and looking at a 20-minute workout. It might just be literally reaching out to someone and saying, hey, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. I know you go to the gym. Can I meet you there? Why? Because I want accountable. Yeah. Something so simple, but again, it could be so so effective. Or it could be literally, and again, me, me and Blair will happily help you, be like you know what i know what i know i probably need to start tracking my food or have a lot like an idea about nutrition drop us a message we'll happily help you guys to just give you tips tricks on where to start biggest thing is just getting started and actually taking that action
0: so it's so true man and it's like talking listening to you talking there me it just gets me thinking about actually one of the clients that i um that started with me about two just over two months ago um slightly older gent so Um, you know the reality of getting him to track his calories in my fitness pal track all his training on the apps and stuff that I use would just be too much and like he even said himself he's like you know I'm the biggest technophobe going he hates technology and stuff so it was like okay we don't have to start like he had it in his mindset that in order for him to get results and change that he had to be able to do all these things and I was like look no listen we're going to start and strip right back down to the basics I was like we're going to get you moving three times a week so whether that's you going to the gym and following the little basic session that I have for you, or it's you going to, to um a class that, that is held at the gym, then that's great. But we want to move, we want to actively move three times a week. I was like, and then what we're going to do is like on a nutrition standpoint, see for the first month to two months that I was working together, I'm just wanting you to write down on a daily basis what you're eating, and I want you to send it over to me at the end of each week. And then what we'll do is we'll make small adjustments and we'll go from there because it's all about starting small and building big. And this was the full point I was saying to him. Um, and I was saying to Dom, I was like, look, let's let's start small and let's build big and we can move from there. Now, he's in the space of two, what, it must be, no, we're about nine weeks in now, nine, just over nine weeks in. And I think he's down the best part of seven, six, what, six and seven, what, 13, but basically a stone. Now, for someone who's drives all day long, um, nine weeks ago, didn't even look at a gym, didn't even want to go, didn't even pay attention to his diet, by the way, has only just kind of started using my fitness pal, like to track his food on that perspective, like in the past week, if that. But again, it's not super strict or we're not really we're just I'm just getting him to play with it just now. It's like that case of pulling it back and being like, look. You don't have to have all the shit 100% optimal figured out and the best plan in the world, the best diet plan in the world and to be running a bit like a headless chicken to get results. No, you just need to start. And you start small and you start simple. But the overarching thing that will always get you results, whether we are focusing on um, whether you're at someone who's at a walking pace or someone who's at a sprinting pace, is consistency. So exactly. when you start, your health phase, you start taking action, Commit to one thing, and that's being consistent within what you do. That's all that that will breed the result that you want. Yeah, because the same saying, the way the saying goes, how you
1: do anything is how you do everything, and it's just that same way. It's just like start small and build it up. And again, like you say, it could be something so small, joining a gym, asking a friend to join them at the gym. It could be joining a class. It could be. Again, just sending a message to someone. It could actually then be looking at getting a coach or getting a trainer or whatever it may be, how small or how big, but it's just about getting started, taking action, but it's then off the back of that, starting to feel better, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: knowing that you're now taking the right steps in the right direction, starting to feel improvements, whether it's you're getting more energy, you're getting stronger, um, you're getting leaner, you're getting lighter, you're carrying less body fat, you're now... One of your maybe penny drop moments was like what we said there, running about after the kids or walking up the stairs. You're now getting less out of breath walking up the stairs or less out of breath running after the dog, less out of breath running after the kids or playing your five-a-side football that you used to always play. It's that way Whereas just noticing these small changes, these small improvements, feeling better about yourself, physically, mentally or emotionally, which is then going to then continue keeping you there. And again, it's what I always say is, it's going to bring you back tomorrow
0: mm-hmm.
1: what you're going to do today if it's going to bring you back tomorrow you're in a good place
0: perfect 100 and it's that way Manage your expectation you know like when we move into this you know we've been through that realization phase we're like right okay we now know that something needs to happen i'm going to start um i'm just going to start small um something small as simple as i don't actually do much exercises now so every day i'm going to go for a 30 minute walk Okay, we could be talking as simple as that. Don't get it wrong, you could if you want to start going to the gym three times a week and that's where you want to start and that's your starting point, fantastic. But it doesn't have to be that way. But understand that if your starting point is just 30 minutes of walking a day, that you cannot have then the expectation of someone who would be going to the gym five times a week, tracking everything on my fitness pal and expect to lose the best part of, you know, a stone to two stone within three months. I mean, we've been starting to walk at 30 minutes a day. Manage your expectations. If the fact that you're now getting out of breath less, you're now feeling better on a daily basis, your energy is better, your mood's better, your choices are better, your mindset and your outlook is more positive, understand that as a huge, huge change and shift in dynamics for you from something so simple as going for a 30-minute walk every single day. So understand that we manage the expectation of what we expect. Because, yeah, and that's that's it's just about being honest for yourself. Because what tends to happen is that when we then don't manage that expectation, we can fall into this valley of despair, which is one of the phases that we're talking about just now. Um, and it kind of, I would say the valley of despair maybe happens just before this final phase of the relapse phase, which we're going to talk about. But this valley of despair is something that's within the emotional cycle of change. And we 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 get to this point when we realise actually the act of change is maybe a little bit more difficult than we once first thought. You know, when you start like, for instance, when you go from that realization phase to taking action, you're going to be filled with motivation. You know, you're going to be like, you're going to be G'd up. You're going to be like, right, I'm going to take action. Change is coming. I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's fucking go. I mean, in the back of your head, you're still a bit unsure on, you know, what it is I'm I'm that it right. expecting. You're you know a bit uninformed about everything going on um and then what's going to happen is we're going to start we're going to then get to realize actually this the idea of where i wanted to be in my head it's going to take a little bit more fucking work than i expected and as we continue now through this journey and this act taking action phase you're going to come into this place where we call the valley of despair where you then realize actually holy shit this is a lot like this is a lot more difficult than i thought and A lot of people get to this phase. A lot of people get to this valley of despair and they'll do one of three things. Number one, they'll go, fuck, this isn't for me. I can never do this. And then they'll stop. And then what's happening is they're going to then repeat what we've just talked about over and over and over again. They'll never get past it. Second one is someone will pitch their tent in that valley of despair. Well, you know, our coach talks about that. We talk about that. They'll wave their little white flag They'll sit there and they'll be like, you know, I'm I'm here. I don't know how to get out. And they'll they'll create a camp for themselves and they'll start telling them stories and they'll they'll start sulking within themselves. Or you've got option number three, which tends to happen with a lot of people when we understand it is understanding like I know exactly where I am, but if I just keep following the process, going for those thirty minute walks, going to the gym three times a week, going to you know tracking your food, being accountable to your coach or to someone, if I just keep going with what I'm doing it will pay off down the line and that's when we begin to move into the next phase, success and fulfilment. You know, we end up succeeding towards our goals and then I'm going to let Jack explain this last bit but what tends to happen is we hit that success and fulfilment phase and we tick the box and we're like, fuck it, yes, we're there and then, boom, we then can fall into this wheel-up phase.
1: Yeah, exactly and again, it's just from that and again, there's probably a lot of you guys can relate to that sort of value despair and as, as Blair says, We've, we've sort of tried to break this down into three phases, but that value spurs, that sort of transition between phase two and phase three. I'm not really sure what way you're going to go. But as we said right at the very start, it does not matter what way you go. And it's okay what way you go. But this sort of third phase that we we're going to explain it as, and that sort of realization, eh, relapse phase, sorry. And it's that way of realising where, okay, cool, this is a lot harder than what I thought. This is going to take a lot more energy than what I thought. This has taken a lot longer than what I thought. And it's then as we start to get complacent, we start to stop doing the things that we were doing that got us the results in the first place. We start to now self-sabotage. We start to do things that you'd be telling others not to do, but you're also almost denying to yourself that you're actually doing them. And it's about realizing that that will happen. Every single one of us has went through that phase. Um, I know that I definitely have. I know that Blair will. You just start to sabotage your own self. And then, again, let's say, in in our case, our coach might then start to help us through it, but there'll be a small period of time where we'll just deny any help because we'll deny that there's anything wrong. And starting to realise that that you will go through that phase and it's okay, but we're only human. You always want to think that you're doing well. You always want to think that you're at the top of your game. You always want to think that you are successful, but unfortunately you aren't always going to be. So you will start to self-sabotage. You will start to deny help and deny that anything is wrong. And you will start to relapse a little bit. And again, we we always, probably the word relapse, will always think of as a negative. But in a sense, it's just a positive because you need to then learn that, okay, what, what have we changed? What has changed? What are we now not doing that we were doing that got us to that sort of good place? that's now sort of transition away from that. We then learn again, which is in that realization phase. So you're transitioning now from phase three to phase one again, realizing that, okay, cool, we need to get back to doing, again, a 30 minute walks, or tracking our calories, or meeting your friend at the gym, or reaching out to your friend or your coach, whatever it may be, it's about realizing then, I've stopped doing that, which has got me to relapse, but now see that as a positive rather than a negative, and then sort of fine tune it again, to then go back into the realisation phase. We're fed up of, we know how good we felt. We now start to drop a little bit, but we don't want to go all the way back. So let's realise that and let's improve again.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think, like you say, that relapse phase is something that we all go through. It's that that point where we get to, you know, that place where we succeed at our goal. You know, we've, we've took the action. We've now got to where we want to be and we're now having to, to maintain it. What tends to happen is we fall then after that taking action phase you know um into this relapse phase where we struggle to then maintain it we start being our biggest enemy we we have that self-sabotage and that's like one of the best ways to put it you know where we start doing little things that are just potentially falling into old habits maybe falling into new habits that don't benefit us in any way shape or form because we convince ourselves in our head that we're in total control and we don't need x y and z because we are we are here we're on it you know we're in control but the realization then comes when it's like fuck because the reality is is the relapse phase you don't know you're in it not until you hit the realization phase again you know that's the beauty of it like you don't know you're in the relapse phase until you realize hold on a second these fucking dashboard lights are coming back on what's going on here i thought i was in fucking control hold on a second i wasn't i was like fuck I haven't been doing what I said I was going to do. I haven't been maintaining those habits. I haven't been doing X, Y, and Z. Like, for instance, someone, you know, a very easy one to to explain it to you is, like, you've you've really overhauled your life and respect you. You know, you've got a, a really solid daily, weekly routine where it's you go to bed at the same time every night you wake up, you train, you track your food, X, Y, and Z, like, social occasion, everything to the side. Maybe what starts to happen is actually instead of going to my bed at 10, when I start going to my bed at half 10 and then it starts going from half 10 to 11 and then it starts going from 11 to half 11 and then we start waking up feeling tired all the time because we keep our wake time the same you know so we're getting up at six every morning but now we've went from having eight hours sleep to seven to six hold on a second something's not right I'm fucking tired my energy's draining I don't have the energy for the gym to go the walks to track my mood's lower I'm not as fucking happy as I thought I was what's going on here and that's when the dashboard lights start coming on, and then we realise, hold oh, on a second, There's was something. That like phase. Sleep. My sleep was beginning to relax because I didn't think I needed my eight hours every single night because I was fucking good. My energy was good. My training was good. Everything was awesome. So it's fine. I can stay up a bit later. I can I can give myself that leeway. That is how we talk it over in our heads, but that's how this real phase begins to go. And it's not until we realise something's not fucking right here. That then we then realize, actually, that's what i done. I gave myself too much fucking rope. You know, I think yeah. one thing I'd say to, to, to my, I, you know, I, I, I was chatting to one of my other coach, um, coaches at our event, that was at, at the weekend there, and I was saying that to clients. It's like, it's all about give, like, for me and my clients, like, this isn't a, this isn't like a, a special way of, thing of doing it. I think every single coach does it because we need to, but it's like, give them enough rope to trip up but not enough rope to hang themselves, you know? Enough rope that they will trip up and make mistakes because that is the only way we realize and understand things fully. So see someone, like we just spoke about that sleep, like the the deterioration of their, their sleep routine and how that can affect them. See, when they get to that realization phase again after that that relapse, guess what doesn't ever relapse again? Their sleep. Because they've, you know, it's fucked. It's it's fucked them up before. It's not going to happen again because they understand it. So when it comes back to that and they get that back into routine, it doesn't follow your routine because when they start getting those thoughts of it's fine, I'm in control, I can go to bed later than I normally do, and you know this gets tracked, they stop it because they're like no 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 no, I've got experience here. I remember what happened last time I relapsed. You yeah, know?
1: exactly. That's the thing, but it's it, it's his blood explains there. It's. It only takes one thing for it to knock off so many things, but you you won't realise that until you realize that it's going to knock off so many other things, which again, if you really think about it, when you probably first started your journey, it probably only was one thing that then brought on another light and then another light. But again, it's until you realize that it maybe brings on more than one light. And again, in that in that example, you might you might be aware that you're sleeping less, but maybe not truly aware. But it's then you might not know the knock-on effect that that's gonna then have until you then realize those are the those other lights come on. Yeah. And again, that's then when you probably realize, wait a minute, I'm now not I'm now no longer in that phase two of taking action, being on the being on the top of my A game, doing everything I should be doing. You're now actually realizing we've transitioned into sort of that, that phase three, that relapse phase. And then now realizing, okay, what's the consequence of possibly not taking action and staying in that sort of phase three all the time, well, you know what it's going to be because you originally had that, but now the goalposts have slightly changed. So just about then realizing that it's okay to go there, but that's usually where we start to learn. And as Blair says, the chances of you making the same mistake twice are very slim. Especially if you've been more made aware of it. And that's all we want with this sort of episode is really to make you guys a lot more aware of different things, whether it's phase one, two, or three, or just slowly that we transition of phase two to three that we spoke about, that sort of valley of despair, mm-hmm. um, and that's sort of basically sort of three main phases. Yes, we could go on for days and hours on end about this, but it's trying to keep it fairly simple, fairly easy for you guys to understand and assess where you guys are at. Really, mm-hmm.
0: I think one of, I think something that's super super important to understand as well is that when you're in that kind of realization phase and, and and you then understand that you're like, so hopefully you're at this point now where, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I agree with what they're saying. Actually, the, the, those, um, those dashboard lights are on. And I'm realizing that something has to change. A question that I want you to ask yourself was sometimes I think people can get stuck in that point of like, I know I need to change, but it's going to take me a lot to take action. Like, what's going to make me take that next step and an easy way to get an understanding of this and an easier way to get it into your head or potentially get your thought process around this is to ask yourself, what's the consequences of not changing? You know, what is the consequence of you not making that change right now? You know, because it's not that you're going to run up the stairs and feel more out or or feel out of breath just the same. It's going to get worse. You know, your mood, your energy, your, your, you know, your personality, everything like that begins to take an effect when we don't feel great within ourselves you know your confidence will continue to get worse it won't just stay at this bad point or this point where it's at just now if you continue to move the way you're moving the consequences are it's only going to deteriorate more and it's only going to then become harder to make the change because you're digging yourself a pit and it's only going to get fucking deeper and it's only going to be more difficult to climb out. That is the consequences, or that is one consequence of not taking action, is the fact that in three months' time, it's going to be more costly for you to fix it. Whatever that cost is, that cost may be your time, that cost may be your energy, that cost may be friendships, careers, whatever. That cost, if you continue to put it off, will be more.
1: Yeah, and again, it goes back to, and we spoke about, I think it was episode two, we spoke about values and purposes. That'll come back to that. It's sort of interlink of whatever you truly, what whatever you truly value, sorry, and what, what your purposes are and why you're currently doing whatever you're doing, whether you've started your journey, whether you're halfway through it, or whether you've literally been on it for two or three, four years. But it's, it's sort of interlinked to that consequence. Yep. What is what is the cost of not taking action? What is the cost of changing that? And again, if you go back to the very start where we, where we sort of used maybe examples of walking the dog, running about with the kids, even just let's say walking up or running up and down the stairs. If What's the consequence if you continue to feel that way? Because let's say two years ago or even six months ago, you never felt like that. So in six months, you've started to slowly notice changes. Energy's dropped. You start to be, become more unfitter. You've probably felt clothes getting tighter. Well, what's the consequence then of not changing that? Yep. Do, you just, do we then have to then go out and buy a new wardrobe, but not in the right way, and in a yes. sort of more negative way, having to go up a size rather than down a size, having to then stop telling the kids to run away from you or stop kicking the wall to you because you don't want to then do that? Yep. That's sort of understanding that that real true consequence. And it might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but as we spoke about before, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, it makes you be a little bit on edge. <laughs> The chances are that's that's that that's the one sign that we need to then take action and change.
0: That's that that's that that's that penny cup. drop moment. You know I mean, that's the penny drop moment. That's when the car stops. You know, yeah. stops working, ceases to ceases to work. You know. Yeah, definitely. So, Jack, to round this off, I think it maybe is a little bit of a difficult to give you one action point to go and do. But what's your better one percent from today? Probably for me, um, again,
1: you might be similar just because of what we spoke about, but for me, probably generally, just going to be, be brutally honest with yourself, like, after listening to this podcast, hopefully you guys have enjoyed it, but just sit down and have a conversation with yourself and just be brutally honest, and just assess where you possibly might think you are. Are you in phase one, phase two, phase three, so you're in the realisation phase, the sort of how to take an action phase, or the sort of relapse phase? Where are you currently? And just be open and honest yourself because the more honest you are, the better it's going to be. And then from there, think about the appropriate action that you think you might need to take. And yes. if you're looking for a little bit of accountability, again, that's all the pointing these 1% takeaways to try and us guys to help you feel accountable. Drop us a message and think what that is that you need to do. Mm-hmm. So that's, and, probably my, that's probably my takeaway point. Just and, and, be honest with yourself.
0: To kind of go off the back of that as well is, you know, what Jack is saying is one hundred percent right. You know, we think we all need to be. We all come through points where we need to be um honest with ourselves, and it's difficult, it isn't something easy. But understand that if you cannot be honest with yourself, you will struggle to understand and digest when people are being honest with you, and especially when people are being honest with you for the better of you. So, for instance, if your partner, your best friend, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, whatever. Um, give you their honest opinion on things, and you take it badly. That's not a reflection on them, but that's more of a reflection on you because you yeah. struggle be to be honest with yourself. So, it's look, it's not easy. Look at yourself in the fucking mirror, and the reality is, is you're going to have to probably tear yourself a new one. You know, so understand that's what it takes, and sometimes that is what we need to do in order to, to to be moved to to move forward. And again, I think kind of going off the back of that is my 1% will, will tag on to this as well as that is a case of like after you've been honest with yourself and understanding, knowing where you are write down, the consequences of not changing yeah. write them down. And again, I, I spoke about this in a train. I think we spoke about this on one of the, the earlier podcasts. I think it was either the second one or, or, or the last one in self belief. I can't quite remember, but the power of writing something down, it makes it real, you know, so at that being honest with yourself is difficult, right? Then write down the consequences. Why? Because it solidifies it there and then. Because yeah, and again,
1: even if you're in like phase two, that taking action phase, and you're you're absolutely thriving, you're absolutely in control of everything. But on top of things, still do what Blair's asking us here. Because if you write down those consequences, you're probably going to last that little bit longer in that phase, and take you and take you longer to transition into that relapse phase. Will it stop, stop you getting in there? No, because you're still gonna, but still, even if you if you're open and honest and say, actually, I'm really in control of everything right now, I'm thriving. Great, superb, but still, still do that task.
0: And understand there's absolutely no time frame no. between these phases. For some people, these phases could last years, you know, they could be in that taking action phase for five years before something comes along, changes in their life, and things begin to yeah. really. As we said, the relapse phase isn't something that's bad. It's just something that's going to happen and it's going to cause you to fall into the realisation phase and we repeat the cycle. You know, some people may go through these phases within three months, some people may three years, some people may five years. You know, it, it really, truly depends. But like Jack was just saying there, regardless of what phase you're in, understanding the consequences of not continuing to take action or not doing what we do or not understanding it, um, by under, yes, you know, by not writing, by not understanding the consequences, it's only going to, it's only going to affect us in a negative way. When we understand what they are, we can prolong, motivate, and give ourselves more determination to keep moving through. So, yeah, that would be mine, and I think it works works well with what you were saying there, Jack. Because I, I truly believe, like you know, the one person that everyone probably struggles to be honest with is themselves. We are the we kid ourselves the most um but one thing that's powerful to remember is and again I said this last week is that we are the only person that we spend 24 hours a day so if you're lying to yourself you fucking know it and you're going to know it every minute of your fucking day
1: yeah exactly and again it's just I think it's just a good way of closing out because that's it. it's just about realizing that if you're lying to yourself then you can you're the only person that can actually change that you can reach out to anyone and get the most accountable you can be, you get the most help you can spend the most amount of money and get help. But ultimately, if you're not going to be open and honest yourself and realize where you are, then yeah, see, so yeah, I definitely think That's a good way of closing the episode. That's been a good one.
0: Awesome, no, it's been a good one. I, I was a bit unsure about how today's would go, but um, yeah, mate. I think I think we nailed that. If I'm if I'm honest, mate. Not yeah, to,
1: exactly. Not to blow
0: on trumpet or that, eh? But I, I think we nailed that man. <laughs>
1: and again, <laughs> I hope I hope you guys get to take some of the rafe, and that's all we ever want is these episodes. And again, it's episode four, four weeks in a row. Again, like like what we spoke about, like what Blair said uh, during the episode. Just be consistent. Yeah. Does not matter. Just be consistent, and we sort of promised you guys we would deliver one of these weekly, if possible. Obviously, if our, if our heads fell off, then we couldn't. But we'll do our utmost best to just stay consistent, we have, regardless of what's going Content and just yeah, just run with. So, yeah, appreciate you listening as always.
0: Thank you, and have a fantastic night.